0: I would like to invite Jay to come up and lead us through this group, Laxio Divina.
1: Good evening. Thank you for having me, and I'd like to introduce my wife and partner, Deb. Please joined me. Um, I'd like to share a little bit of background about how Deb and I have come to journey with many Mennonites in our lives. Um, we have been to worship and have been involved in ministry at Kern Road Mennonite Church in South Bend, Indiana, a number of times. And you may have heard the name um, Jewel and Fred Longenecker. Um, whom we have gotten to know there along with Kathy and Andre Stoner and many other Mennonites who have been integral in our faith journey. And just going there has always been a wonderful experience of adult empowerment, of prayer, of worship, of the call to justice. In that journey, um, I got involved, and Deb has been a part of this, with a group called Bridge Folk that meets usually every summer in July. And we seek to build a bridge between Roman Catholics and Mennonites. And the bridge is made by walking in friendship, by sharing our traditions, the Mennonite tradition of daily discipleship. And so much of who I am as a Christian today is because of Mennonites, is because of the four I just mentioned and many, many others. Marlene and Stanley Kropp, who are now in Oregon, if I have it right, um, have been instrumental in our lives. We've had meals in their house, and they've had meals in our house. And just getting to know them and and just getting to know that um, humble spirit of so many Mennonites I've met will always be a teacher for me. And Bridge Folk is an opportunity for we who are Catholic to share our gifts of sacraments and liturgy and for us to join in in your formation and walking in daily discipleship and so on behalf of bridge folk i'd like to say thank you because that's really made me in many ways who i am today and at bridge folk every summer we often pray in this way we often pray with Lexio divina it's a Latin phrase, which simply means divine reading or sacred reading. And so at the end, I, I've got um, some information for you to do this at home as a couple, as a family, in a small group, how, however, you, however you like. Um, and on the back side of that, I've got a very detailed background on, on this that is meant to be pastoral. And so today we're going to focus on Luke 19. 1 through 10. And this is where Jesus is on his journey. He starts in Galilee and he goes on his journey at the end of Luke chapter 9, and he sets his face towards Jerusalem. He's going to confront the powers that be in Jerusalem. And on his way, he has all these encounters. What Mary shirts, I, I took two classes in biblical Greek at AMBS a while ago, and Professor Mary Schertz taught me a lot about Luke. And she largely says that Luke is the gospel of quest stories. So in the passage we're going to look at today, Zacchaeus is on a quest to see who Jesus is. And Jesus has the real quest to call Zacchaeus and all of us back to God, that we might become one. So the way we do this is I'll read it first. We're going to read it four times. I'll read it first, and then we will repeat words and phrases out loud, right from where you're sitting. Just repeat whatever struck you. Just repeat whatever spoke to you. You don't need to comment on it. Just repeat it exactly as you heard it. We'll read it a second time, and we will repeat words and phrases. So I'll read it first. I need a second reader who will come up here and read it, just as it is on the back of the, of the bulletin. Steve? Okay. So Steve will read a second. Then we'll need a third reader. Can I get a third reader? Yes, ma'am. What's your name? Mandy. Mandy? Great. And so Mandy will come up here, and she will proclaim it. After Steve reads it, we will repeat words and phrases out loud again. And you might ask, why do we do this? Well, if you've seen the movie Forrest Gump... His mother says, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And my experience of group lexio Divina is that the Holy Spirit speaks to me through other people. Through other people repeating words and phrases. But also, after Mandy reads it, we're going to share in small groups, in family groups, couples, or whatnot. Um, After the third one, how do I interpret this passage? What do I hear it saying? There's no rules, there's no right or wrong. Just how does it strike you? How do you interpret it? And Mark will come up and we will proclaim it a fourth time. And after Mark proclaims it, we will go back into our same groups. And so Mark, after the third reading, if you would find a group to partner up with, that would be good. Um, After the fourth reading, we'll go back into our groups. And after the third reading and after the fourth reading, we'll share in small groups. And then if you want, we can share in the larger group too. and after the fourth one, we'll turn that lens around. In the third one, we interpret the text. In the fourth one, we ask the Holy Spirit to interpret us through this word of God, through this text. And the question is largely, how is this passage calling me to live today? Okay? So I invite us in silence To just close our eyes on the first two readings, I invite you to close your eyes and just receive this word through your ears. And when I'm done, I invite you to repeat words and phrases just as you heard them. You can repeat as many as you want. You can repeat whatever somebody else has repeated. Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was. But he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place Jesus looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. When they all saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He's going to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, Half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I've extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. Steve, if you'd come up, and when he's done, I invite us to repeat words and phrases again.
2: Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was. But he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. When they all saw this, they began to grumble, saying, he has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man, too, is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost.
1: Mandy, if you'd come up, and after Mandy proclaims this, I invite you to turn to someone next to you or in a, in a family group and just share. What strikes you about this? How do you interpret this? What's, what's going on? What's meaningful to you?
3: Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now a man there named um, Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was. But he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass through, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. When they all saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, Half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor, and if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost.
1: In about two minutes, I'll invite someone from your groups to come up here and share whatever wisdom you'd like to share with the larger group. How do you interpret this? How do you read this? Okay, folks, if somebody from your group wants to come up and share some of what you guys shared, how do you interpret this? What strikes you about this? The floor is open.
0: We talked about how both um, Jesus and Zacchaeus are seeking. Um, Zacchaeus initially is seeking to see who Jesus was, and then the Son of Man has come to seek and to save. and we also talked about how both of their plans kind of changed. Um, Jesus in the first uh, verse intended to pass through the town and ends up staying with Zacchaeus. Um, and Zacchaeus is also open, open-hearted and ha- is willing to have this kind of change of, of mindset in conversations with Jesus. And I think that kind of goes back to the, the openness and the bridge building kind of thing. what our group talked about was um, uh, this was kind of evidence that the gospel goes out even to your enemies um, how unlikely Zacchaeus was as sort of um, an object of Jesus's ministry given you know his identity as a wealthy man as a tax collector those kinds of things um, that's what we talk about. oh the kind of interesting fact that Jesus invites himself over to his house <laughs> did i miss anything forget anything his short how short he was <laughs> right right that it might not be dignified for him to 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 jump in a tree and and look at this as a wealthy jewish man
1: We talked about how um, the people are grumbling because there's a definitive line between those who are considered sinners and those who are not considered sinners. And for Jesus to go and stay at the house of a sinner is just utterly scandalous. And yet, as has been mentioned, um, this passage is really about how the mercy of God Will pursue everyone forever. It's not just a second chance, it's the 99th, 100th chance, a 210th chance. And that we don't change by trying. In, in most of my experience, I think if I can't do something, all right, I'm going to try harder. Oh, I haven't gotten there yet, I'm going to keep trying harder. When in reality, all the encounters with Jesus tend to show that we don't change by trying. We change by dying. We change by dying to our own devices. We change by dying to our own attempts, our own agendas. And Zacchaeus, who's got everything the world tells him he needs to be happy, is not. He's seeking to see who Jesus is. Why exactly? Who knows? But he climbs a tree. I mean, when's the last time you or I climbed a tree? He climbs a tree. To see Jesus, and Jesus calls him by name Zacchaeus, come down. I wanna stay at your house tonight. And I'm thinking, well, what's Zacchaeus thinking? Well, if he's gonna stay at my house, we're gonna share a meal. If we're gonna share a meal, for two Jews to share a meal, they have to forgive each other first. When's the last time you had a meal with somebody that you had a pink elephant in the middle of the table? in terms of tension and stress and something that hadn't been forgiven. And in Mosaic Law, I'm not exactly sure where, it does say, before you have a meal with someone, forgive them. And Zacchaeus is thinking, oh my gosh, he has forgiven me. And I've done nothing to earn that. I've done nothing to make myself warrant that. And Jesus, who doesn't expect people to repent and then you can come and follow me, offers people mercy, love, blessing, inclusion, which often leads to repentance, which often leads to transformation. And that, I think, leads to Zacchaeus's sense of giving. He gives half of his possessions to the poor, and anyone he's cheated, which is how he makes money, through extortion, he's going to pay him back not once or twice but four times anybody else
0: some of the points that um, have already been made were were, uh, came up in our small group as well but i was really struck by sarah and aaron's comments here so i want to read them out loud it might be a little bit too hard for folks to read so this is what Sarah says I so appreciate that insight about Jesus willingness to change seems to present Jesus as responsive adaptable possibly even as a learner at any rate feels like this point stands in contrast to a common perception of God and or religious belief as fixed and unchanging over time regardless of context a willingness to change has some radical implications then Aaron's response, excellent point, Sarah. Willingness to listen and change is such an emotionally aware ability that is stunted in so many of us. I like that. Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was. But he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. When they saw all this, they began to grumble, saying, He's gone to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, "'Today salvation has come to this house "'because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. "'For the Son of Man has come to seek "'and to save what was lost.'" So again, we can reflect on how does this passage interpret, how does this passage interpret me? How is it calling me to live today?
1: Thank you all for participating. Thank you all for having Dev and me join you today. I invite you to keep having these conversations with the Word of God, encounters with Christ. I invite you to keep asking the questions, how do I interpret this? How does this interpret me?